This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the UF Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. What's going on? What's the haps? It's always great to be back here. I'm enjoying my summer. It's been really great. Our benefits episode, I just wanted to say thank you to the benefits subscribers. I got so many nice DMs, such amazing feedback. So that one's out. That one's out. That right one's now. out. Yes. You, and this was probably the most personal, as personal as you yes, could get. Yes, as personal as I've gotten, especially in real time. I'm not going to talk about it here. If you want to listen, it's $2.99 a month. Also, you know, a lot of people don't like the ads. You also get no ads if you listen to the, um, if you subscribe to the show. It's $2.99 a month. You can hear this episode. Again, this isn't to even promote the episode. I just really did want to say thank you to the subscribers because I got so many really nice messages and so many messages of people going through similar things. And it was just really... Felt really good to to hear from people. I'm. I knew that was going to happen. I. Yeah. I mean, you knew too. I yeah. mean, we we both right. knew. You know that that was going to be. You know, hit people right in the the heartstrings and make people feel good. And I thought it was. Uh, it was great. I. Episode, I yeah. You know, as as uh, it was. You did a good deed. I think as much <laughs> as it doesn't feel that way. You know, so you, right. we we never want to give ourselves credit for like you know when we say we solve dating, we're saying that joke. Like, you know, we don't know shit. We're giving our opinion. We're giving a perspective. Hopefully that helps you. But this is one of those where I was like, you've definitely helped a lot of people, I think. Yeah. And I mean, the the people that I did hear from definitely seemed like they they were happy that I shared it. So if you want to check out You Up With Benefits, we release two bonus episodes a month. $2.99. Two ninety nine. I think it's a very, very good price point for what you get. It's a great deal. Yeah. Yeah, and, and also you get it a day early. So oh, yeah, some that too. people I forgot about are, that. Yeah, some yeah. people are listening right now in our Chicago shows tonight. Maybe they're using this as their pregame uh, mm-hmm. to the Chicago show. If you're not and it's Wednesday and you're listening, thank you for coming to the Chicago show. That was sold out weeks in advance. Yes. Um, we were so excited. I'm excited now to go. Yeah, I mean, we haven't technically gone yet, but we know it's going to be a great show. It's definitely going to be great. When, when, when a show sells out in advance, before the plane touches down in the city, exactly. you're going to have a great show. And it also gives us the, the little bump of adrenaline and energy that we need to really, you know, continue to put our heart and soul into yeah. it. Uh, yeah. The, the, to say it doesn't get you going a little <laughs> yeah. bit more when it's sold out, it, it'd be a lie. Of you know, course, we yeah. all, we, yeah. So we're pumped about Chicago. I'm sure it was wonderful and great and great energy. And we have so much great stuff planned for it. But in addition, we have a New York show. That's our yes. finale, our grand our last finale, show. our last show. There's tickets left, Maddie. There are tickets left as of There's, as of this recording of this of this episode. As of now, so you gotta go go to youup.betches. or what what the fuck? I did do betches.co slash youuplive. There's a few different it. ways you could get there, but betches.co slash youuplive is what I use from memory to find the tickets. Yeah, I got lost on the URL highway just now. Um, yeah, go <laughs> betches.co slash youuplive. Get the tickets. Assemble yes. the group chat. This is for everybody. We want our New York show to be just as 
popping. You know, this is our homecoming. This exactly. Is, so you got to get it and together we, and get the tickets now. And we were in Austin last week. Great show. Great energy. Such Aust a fun time. Austin was fantastic. I really enjoyed that show. Same. We had that a great, was it was really great. We were hitting on all cylinders, it felt like. And the audience just brought it. They were there. They were ready. They were participating. They were ready to go. Audience brought it. Big time. I yes. would I would uh, totally agree. Um, so anything else going on at Betches that, that we want to know about? You got, you know, um, I've, oversharing. Got, I've got oversharing, which is out every Tuesday. You can listen to that. A lot of people have described it almost like a bridge between their therapy sessions. Okay. <laughs> Something to get, <laughs> get them, them through. through the hump. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I, you know, personally, I'm not, I'm not a therapist. My sister is. So I think it's great. You get, you know, you get a lot of her wisdom there. And for me, you got to take, you take the edge. I think of it as like therapy, but I've, I'm taking the edge off of it a little bit for you. Well, I, I listen. I'm a fan. Love the show. What I love about it is you are our proxy. Right. You know, you get to be the, you get to ask the questions to your sister, mm -hmm. who's also a therapist that maybe I would imagine in therapy, you go, I'm holding back a little. Some people right. hold back a little. Some people are like, I don't want to be judged by the therapist. That, I can understand that. Yeah. And you get to ask the questions like I, I'm, I love saying to people, this might be a stupid question right. because then it frees me to literally ask anything. At least I'm acknowledging it's a stupid fucking question. Totally. And, you know, I'll get to air the the things, like you said, the, the things that are, you know, you feel a little weird airing to your therapist because you're like, does this make me look bad? Like we mm. had a, there's a good example of an upcoming episode. It's not out yet. It might be by the time we um, release this where we're talking about like, you know, how to deal with someone's being defensive and you're giving them, you know, you're, you're unhappy with a partner and you're giving them feedback and they're being defensive. Mm. And, you know, part of it is about trying to resolve the issue. But then I'm also like, there's another part of you that kind of wants to punish the person. There's a, there's someone wrote in about their boyfriend was texting all during dinner. Okay. Because he wanted to go make plans with his friends after. And she thought it was rude. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, she's like, I, and I talked to him about it. And he got extremely defensive. He said, I didn't even want to go to this dinner anyway. I'm just going out with my friends. And I'm like... Yeah, you want to you wanna bring it up to him in a way that like you can have a normal conversation and you're not attacking him. But there's another part of you mm. that wants to be like, I want you to suffer a little bit. I want you to hate this <laughs> dinner because or, you're making me hate this dinner. Yeah, or I want you to like feel really bad. Yes. It's not just that I want to resolve it. I also want you to feel bad. So, uh, you know, yes. the little uh, things that you get into. That's, yeah. And that's a hard thing to kind of admit to it's uh, and you're doing that for the audience right. in that scenario. Yeah. That's the goal. That's the position. People want to be a fly on the wall for right. that type of conversation. Speaking of fly on the wall though, and people being a part of your conversation, sure. your solo conversation, your Ted talk is out now. The I'm, I'm so excited. The TED Talk is out, but, uh, I think. <laughs> okay. So let me just preface this with, I was told it would be out, but and then you, they do the thing where I'm not allowed to tell you. I hate the people that go on Instagram. Something's Big, coming. Some, ooh, stop the, the news presses. <gasps> Somebody has something coming that's big and it's never big. Yeah, it's I never, that. I hate it so much. So I'm not doing that. I'm not doing like, we got a big treat for you guys. You don't have a. It's only a treat for you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's nobody I follow on Instagram. That I'm like, oh, a treat. I, I can't wait to find out yeah, what, what the no. launch is. A treat from the woman's ass that I follow? <laughs> a big treat? Yeah. What's coming? Yeah. It's so, listen. It's my new line <laughs> of shampoo. I, right. <laughs> I'm the new face of a bug spray company. Yes. You know, like, I got something stupid. So I, 
The TED Talk should be out. And if you want to go watch it, it is, um, I think it is, to me, it works and you've seen it. Uh, I sent you the screener, so to speak. Yes. Um, And you can disagree, agree with me. I think it's a good commercial for how we talk on this podcast. It's, yeah, it's amazing for that. And what I was thinking when I was listening to it is like, it is the perfect, it is exactly like what a TED Talk by comedian should be. Oh, thank you. It's funny. You learn a little something, you get a little insight, and you walk away kind of feeling like that was like, however long it was, well spent. Oh, good. Uh, That is 18 minutes. I use the full 18. They give you 18. 18 minutes. I thought it was going to be under because I was practicing it in comedy clubs. So, you know, comedy club set is 15 minutes. Comedy seller is 15 minutes. So Mm. I was like getting done around 14 at the club, but it also... Doesn't, react to the audience a little bit right yeah. and also i'm only doing i only did like a part portion of it because i would work on a portion and then be like okay that's what i can get in at a comedy club i couldn't get into like the you know the personal stuff the through line of it because right. you know at a comedy club you do like and here's you know you're talking about feelings and someone's like what the fuck is this shit you know <laughs> talk about your cock you know like you know you feel awkward even though you shouldn't but okay. the response in clubs was Pretty Usually amazing. my role when I go to see a stand-up. I'm just the one screaming that. <laughs> yeah, that's Jordana. <laughs> Where we want the balls! <laughs> <laughs> Who got that woman the tickets? Uh, Jared's co-host That's is Jared's here. friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's not me. I'm very quietly sitting in the back. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm excited. So it's out and, if, and uh, kind of as a partner to it, I have a whole five-part YouTube series. Oh, awesome. And, and it's all the behind the oh, scenes. Right, behind the scenes stuff. For, and yes. I've been kind of trickling that over time. There's a fifth part that came out uh, a couple days after the TED Talk came out. So right now on my YouTube page, youtube.com slash Jared Freed, there's a five-part series from Reno and the surrounding areas. And then the TED Talk, I think, is on TED's pages. I don't know. Again, this is right. where I feel stupid because I'm not a Ted guy. Like, But, you, you know, I'll have the link will be in my bio, that type of stuff. It'll be on my link tree. It'll be the link is out there. I'll be sharing it like crazy because, you know, there's a part of me, you know, anytime I do something, I'm like, you know, you, you have this thing and that you go. And I thought I've been thinking this for since day one of doing comedy is like, maybe this is the thing. That you know, right. I'll remember brings when you they, to something else, to something yes. else, or make uh, the thing I'll remember. They'll go, "What was yeah. the one thing that really took you off?" And people might be listening. This is a going, big deal. You got a you got a TED talk, right? It's like almost like, do you know what I mean? It's a parody of itself in a good way. Yeah, true. It's like you know what I mean. It it's has like, it's the like branding. If I imagine it's like if you are a rocket scientist, yes. and you're like, do you know what I mean? People are like, "Welcome to my TED." And it's like, well, he's no rocket scientist. Well, it's like, well, I actually am. Yeah, right. I actually do have a TED talk. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I got that reaction from uh, like I it's funny because you post things all the time and I feel like I've talked about the TED talk for a long time on this podcast but you know people don't give a shit about me you know like they you know the the people we follow are passive I've had people like what you know like you and it's a little insulting but I (laughs) but I uh, you know I've gotten a lot of those over the past you know month like we're They'll see like it's very what? legitimizing, yeah. A little bit. I, I I'm just interested to see what happens. Okay. Maybe it'll blow up. Maybe it won't. That's what it well, is. Well, now That's the you can put it on your resume, regardless. Jared, it's Freed, on the resi. Comma, Ted, Ted Talker. Talker. <laughs> Welcome it to my Ted to, Talk. Yeah, it used to be just Jared Freed Talker. 
<laughs> now you're a TED talker. That's right. That's next level. Um, people, let's get into the show. I'm, I'm on the road. If you're listening right now, I mean, this is, I'm leaving for my big vacay, but don't worry. We will be back next week. We're going to have episodes no matter what. Um, but I'm on the road. First of all, the New York City show, that's our big finale. Dayton, Ohio, Brooklyn, New York, Washington, D.C., Royal Oak, Michigan, Albany, New York, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Timonium, Maryland, Richmond, Virginia. I got more dates coming. Jaredfree.com, Jaredfree.com. Back to work. That's and, right. And this after is your this last big trip. aired episode before your trip. I'm very excited Thank for you. you to go on the trip. Do I post a lot or do I really hold back? Do I act like I've gone off the grid? What I do you think, think you post a medium amount. Medium. Yes. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. You know, don't overdo it. Don't become one of those people we hate. I know. But. I even made a gif. Going on vacation can turn you into a monster, though. Absolutely. And I, But I mean, I was telling you about it with the honeymoon. It's like everything you post, you're like, is this obnoxious? Is, is this a little bit? <laughs> At least you yeah. have a sounding board of your husband. <laughs> I'm going to be turning to my phone going, is this too much phone? And then the phone's going to go, post this. Post it. <laughs> The phone's here to yeah. the, the phone's here to stay relevant. You have a you have an extra battery pack because you're addicted to me. Post Don't you dare it. put no. me down. Yeah. Don't you dare enjoy this for one second without holding me. No. That's right. It's like my Leave me in the room. What do you think this is? This is our honeymoon. What do you think you are? Yeah. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's big give week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. What are we talking about today, Jordana? Today we're talking about pre-marriage Instagram etiquette. Ooh, okay. I think we should, it's a little, that's a little vague. So I think we should read the, the email. Let's get we'll into figure it. it out. Okay. J&J, love you both. And the podcast makes me less miserable while I work for at least an hour and a half every week. We should put that on the poster of the show. Makes me less miserable. For random listener. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> for at least an hour and a half. Right. And then I go back to being miserable. <laughs> My boyfriend and I have been together a year and a half, living together for a year, and are planning a courthouse wedding in the next few months. Okay. We're both 27, met when we were freshmen in college, and reconnected at 25 after I tweeted about how shitty Tinder was, and he slid into the DMs. We immediately hit it off, and as they say, the rest is history. I like that. Mm -hmm. Now, here's my question. What is the post-single life, know you're with the one that won and getting married Instagram etiquette? My boyfriend has an absurd follow list follower list if you ask me lol i mean 1700 something of the majority of random hot chicks he's tried to hook up with just thought they were hot etc cetera, etc cetera. <laughs> so he's so saying he follows 1700 random hot chicks following 1700 
is a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, I, I used to. It's time to do an audit. I think it might be, but you know, back in the day, remember it would be like, like on Twitter, it used to be like, you know, your ratio. Right. And there was like, you know, I, I remember thinking the a ratio lot. ratio was the thing on Instagram too. Is it? I think. I, I, I remember there was a point where I would hear about, the only time I care about a ratio is when I get followed by someone, then you see that they follow 100,000 followed by 100,000. I'm like, this right. person's an actual insane fucking person. Right. That to me is like, very lame. Lame. Yes. Yes. Follow zeros lame. Follow a hundred thousand lame. Yes. Both lame. Agreed. Unless you're Beyonce. Yes. You follow like one person, which is not me. Okay. <laughs> I trust him. If you're listening, Beyonce. I'm Jordana waiting. invites you. Yes. I trust him and know nothing is going on, but it still gives gives me the ick thinking we're going to be married and he still follows these girls from pre us. I don't know. It's funny that she calls them like the pre-us girls. Well, because I there was something I realized many years ago. I realized that you could see, or maybe they, I don't know if they, they still do this. That. They got rid of that? I was on top of that. They okay. got rid of that years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so they would see. So when you yes. went to someone who they followed, you could see the last person. They would they would put it in chronicle, or see, chronological it order. It would tell you who liked the picture, which of your friends liked a random picture, even if you didn't follow the person. So it would show you like their activity. So it would be like the act. It would be no. Like, I'm talking about something else. I'm uh, talking about when when like like if Mike followed someone. Okay. You could see who the last person they followed was. Oh, if you clicked the follower list. If, if you clicked the, who they followed, like if you clicked on that 1700 yeah. number for this woman, you would see like okay. That's why she's like before we dated, okay. after we dated. So it's like I see. You could see like okay. I'm checking after. from you know we're taping on the you know on the 27th of July. Did uh, you know Who I can see following after and that? then the next day if they follow someone new the top of the list would be the newest person right. I don't know is that still I don't a think thing? that's still a thing I don't think that's still a thing I guess I think maybe like the algorithm goes back and forth I don't think it's like a sure thing it's not a, I don't think so either anymore let me I'm looking at who I follow no it's definitely not oh sort by default but for yours not for someone else's let's okay, go see. to someone go to like let me go to yours mine Okay, hold on. Little little experiment here for the stalkers amongst us. Um, so I'm going to you follow. Oh, your ratio, my God! I don't follow that many people, but no. more than one. <laughs> <laughs> more than it is, you know, Beyonce. Yes. Um, so you for who you're following, I just see people that we have in common. Let me go to go to go to following. Who you're following? Yeah, click the follow. Is that what you're um, saying? That's what like, I'm that's saying. What... like I'm like that's the top of the oh. people that aren't. Okay, but is that person recent? No, I have to say, but okay. The, the after the mutuals, the new people are actually the most recent people I followed. Really? Yes. A lot of guys listening right now are like, <gasps> I know. Now I need to go to Mike. Gotta- <laughs> Mike, <it's gotta> get- <laughs> save yourself. Let's go. <laughs> too- oh man, it's too late for him. Yeah, <laughs> this episode doesn't come out for a week. Okay. It's over for him. It's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> That's good to know to the audience well, listening. But I, I feel like they changed that a lot. Or there'd be no way for, for you to know, right? Well, Are those the most recent people I follow? I guess unless you were... Keeping up with you it. You were consistently yeah. checking. And yeah. it sounds like this person is. Yes. Because they wrote in, you know, pre... Yeah, so she's checking a lot. Yeah. Okay. I trust him and know nothing is going on. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you trust him. But it still kind of gives me the ick thinking we're going to be married and he still follows these girls from Prius. Is it unfair of me 
to ask him to go through and unfollow all of them. Wow, all of them. All of them? Throw away your whole collection. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be, that would be so funny to have them do it like, like you're cleaning out, you're doing right. like cleaning out your closet. Mm. Can I keep this big one, booties? Please. <laughs> Can I keep big booty bath, please? <laughs> I, she this still was my fits. favorite. <laughs> um, we've had the discussion, and he doesn't care about unfollowing, and has unfollowed the ones he's seen pop up on his feed. But there are still so many. <laughs> In my moments of insecurity, I've searched for a random girl's name and his followers, and there will be a large amount of girls, and half the time, they don't even follow him back. So she's just searching Jessica? Yeah. And then seeing all the Jessicas, and then just, like, browsing them? Every so often, yeah. It's in her head. These aren't supermodel influencers with thousands of followers, those I don't care about, but the everyday girls like me. I could see that. Any advice or sage wisdom would be appreciated. I, I see where she's coming from, where she's like, the it's the everyday girls. Those are the ones that you got to worry about. Well, let's admit to the email she just wrote. Okay. Okay. There's something very specific she says in her email that relates very much to what she's asking. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah. When we met, we're freshmen in college, reconnected at 25 after I tweeted about how shitty Tinder was and he slid into the DMs. That's how they met. That's how they met. Right. So it's like it's like being the other woman, you know. You're now worried about the other women. But it's not. But I think what she would have to know is that's not. If he was single at the time, that's not really like being the other woman. No, but right. she, he also was. I mean, look at she was one of many. He right. goes the majority. My boy, an absurd follower list. Uh, majority of random hot chicks he tried to hook up with. Just they uh, just thought they were hot, et cetera, et cetera. So that's someone like right. her. Yeah. You know, that's exactly her. She's just the one it worked on. Exactly. (laughs) She's the one where they had, they'd gone to college together and they had a back, you know, background together. I didn't even think of that. That is all that. That's where her insecurity lies because she's like, these are all not even that he tried with them and now I'm second place. It's more, it worked with me. Right. And now he's keeping doing. Yeah. Yeah. He's keeping this, you know, this, it's like when the bachelor, you know, goes, you know, has casting calls. If you, apply to the bachelor you're in there you're in their rolodex forever and right. they call you back they go hey we got an opening on paradise got, exactly <laughs> so this guy this sure her concern and i'm not saying her concern isn't valid i'm just saying let's admit okay. that a part of her concern is like this is how you dated me this is how you have shown you know how to pick up women right you it worked with me and now you're keeping around these people that have similar follower accounts to me. Okay. And there, you know, you following them is an admission that at some point you thought they were attractive enough to follow or maybe DM. Right. Well, I feel like a lot of guys have that. Of no? course. Right. But that's, that's where I'm like on his side. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do the spring cleaning that she's looking to do. I wouldn't want to have her over my shoulder like, okay, undo that one. Right. Undo Let's go that through one. Them. Let's go through them. I would right. be like, that's a little like, that's you know, a lot. That's Fine. a lot. And again. But the, I can also see her being like, totally, feeling a little weird about it. Totally understand feeling weird because again, you know, these are, especially, there's no way of knowing what the thoughts in his brain. Right. We don't know if he's in the most happy relationship he's ever been in. And these are, just people to look at. They're about at. to get married. 
They're about, well, yeah. I'm just saying, you yeah. know, they're about to get married at a courthouse. They're not even inviting their friends and family. Uh, no. So you agree an expensive <laughs> wedding is important for showing how much you love someone. That's right. Money <laughs> equals. So, yeah, but, you know, she's looking at, you know, it. it, it, it is like. Yeah, they're just. I, well, it's I, interesting that she's leveraging the fact that they're about to get married is like, OK, now no, it's time, time to clean house. Time like to get I've, rid of all those old T-shirts. Yeah. yeah. Well, I could. It's like think about it in a non-digital way, mm -hmm. right? Like maybe you've got in the olden days, you'd have a Rolodex of all your old dates or sure. something where she'd be like, all right, we're getting married. Well, they, I mean, <laughs> there were movies where they would like burn the little black book. Yes. You know, that was part of like, that right. was kind of like a cliche type of thing and throw it away. Well, or there's they, something to that. It's like, are you here? Because if you're here, like, let's be here. Yeah. And, but this is where I go into the, you know, what I was saying about like, we don't know if he's so happy and these are just fantasies. Right. You know, but also your fantasies can be for the people that are working to put out fantasy that yeah. you know the people with big followers that's what i'm saying are Follow those in people. the career of fantasy not 1700 of them either nah <laughs> yeah well and you can search for those people and then it's like you know but if i was him i'd be like okay you're gonna be are you gonna have a problem if i search out these people to go to my fantasy land you know like i'm and some people right. this sounds gross to hear but i'm like let's live in reality you either live in reality well, or you it's don't like you watch porn right you watch porn so this is like but again this is the difference between porn and this to me is this is public i can i it's yeah. like leaving your big box of porn in the living room <laughs> it's you know what i mean well <laughs> to me instagram social media is more like maxim magazine you know sure. so A victoria's secret catalog right <laughs> of sorts right. so it's like you know people used to joke back in the day the victoria's secret catalog oh the you soft, know softcore porn softcore yeah. porn yeah. and then they you know it's but it, i mean if you really want to be grossed out everything is porn to men sure <laughs> So, like, yeah. if you really want to have a moment of going, the, knowing the monster you're dealing with, like, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we really thought about it, no one would post anything online ever. Right. If you really thought about gross. it. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if you really put a couple thoughts into it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but I, I think I think it's fair for her to say, like, and maybe be a little vulnerable about it. I know we met because you messaged me. And I, the fact that you're still following all these girls, a lot of them just like regular girls, just like me, makes me a little anxious that you one day will be doing that or you're you're still doing that. And it's not that I don't trust you, I assume, assuming she does, but it's also kind of public and it makes me feel a little icky. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think of how I would take it. If someone you know, said that to you, would you just unfollow a bunch I would of those people? Well, you know. You could follow 1,600 instead of 1,700. <laughs> What's the number here? Right. I mean, even negotiating it makes it annoying. You know, like I, I could understand from the other side of like, mm -hmm. and also it's like, I, listen, every day I'm scrolling through, I'm like, how am I, who is this? Right. And I do have a moment. And then in his defense, I'm going, who is this? Oh, and I just keep going and I don't unfollow. You right. know what I mean? Like I, I just keep going. You don't want it to be a proactive clean out. You want it to be like a reactive one, if so. What do you mean? Well, she's like, sometimes they'll pop up and he'll unfollow them that way. Right. That makes sense to me because sometimes I'll go, what am I still doing here? You know, it's like I'm at last at the party. I'm like, it's weird that I'm even following. Well, it's still. also like, and knowing that someone else, that someone else cares. I think the fact that someone else cares would be the motivation in my mind for yes. being more active with the unfollows. Yeah. I guess, you know, I guess for him, he's what sucks is that 
if he, you know, there's people he'll go, well, we went to college together. You know what I mean? And, and there's like, well, does she follow you? <laughs> well, if she doesn't follow me, that yeah. that would be a thing where I'd be like, what are you doing here? Right. What are you still? I mean, that's kind of here? my thought process. It's like, you're not friends. She doesn't follow you. I would say to him, get it under a thousand. Well, you, just, you just said you were anti like the number, like being about the number. No, the number makes it better because it's not. If you say to him, get it under a thousand, then it's like he's done something and he's worked towards it. And I'm right. and, and also to unfollow 700 people. That doesn't just, you Take know, that's an a afternoon. day. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Get some snacks. What'd you guys do this weekend? Well, Jason <laughs> had a lot of unfollowing to do. Jason took an Adderall and unfollowed <laughs> 1,700 people on Instagram. <laughs> 700 people, so many. Yeah, I think you, you got to see it go down. I The number, I think, helps it now that I'm thinking about it. I think to her, it would be like, it's the whole thing to me with a lot of these things. It's like, if it really doesn't matter to you and it matters to yeah. me, then just do it. Yeah. If it yeah. matters to you to keep looking at these people, then like that's a discussion we should have. I think, be, <laughs> but I, I agree with you, but I'm just thinking in the human aspect, being told what to do. No one wants to be told what to do. Right. I think that's the big thing. That's the big thing. Yeah. And, and, and again, she has to admit, and I think what you said is so true, like the vulnerability aspect of like, hey, we met this way. <laughs> you know, right. like this is why yeah. I'm down this road right now. And I think that's fair. That's fair. And if you said, just get under a thousand and I'll stop looking. Like if you said, yeah. if it was said that way, I would go, all right. You, you know, it's to, like, you know. You have to like, do Marie condoing of his, of his Instagram. Right. Now does you'll bring, know. Does this Instagram model bring me joy? <laughs> <laughs> he says that to his own penis. <laughs> There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the Lash Serum and the Brow Serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? I'm ready. UUP at Betches.com. If you're wondering about the email, that's the email we use, UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending them in. This awkward sex story, a doozy. Quite the doozy. I have a pretty disgusting, awkward sex story that made me lose my sex drive for close to a month. Well, thank you for bringing it to- <laughs> to everyone a, else. Yeah, to us. A doozy. Um, I was casually hooking up with a guy I met on a dating app, and he asked to come over one night in the middle of the week after I had traveled 12 plus hours. 
I was exhausted and jet-lagged, but I still agreed. I was immediately annoyed when he came over because he was clearly tipsy and being very obnoxious while I just wanted to get some sleep after a long travel day. We started having sex, and while I was on top, he said he needed to go to the bathroom. I assumed he had just... I assumed he had just had to pee and I told him he couldn't because we had only one condom. So if he took it off, we couldn't keep having sex. Truly the eight nights of Hanukkah here. Right. You better be careful. <laughs> right. Uh, I got back to business and then after a few moments, he more urgently said, I have to go. <laughs> so he gets up to go to the bathroom and immediately starts having explosive diarrhea. Oh my he is not shy about letting it absolutely rip, and my bathroom door is only a sliding door so I could hear every second of his volcanic eruption. Okay. I laid there horrified, not knowing what to do. I mean, this is, like, what do you even, <laughs> they're I just mean... in the bath. I feel bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Maybe the first time you'd feel bad for him. Let's continue, okay. I think. <laughs> he came out of the bathroom. Because I can see how that would be a stressful thing. You gotta go. Gotta you can't go. can't control that. You're giving up the one condom. Right. Uh, he came out of the bathroom, laid back in bed without washing his hands, to which I commented on, and he shrugged it off and still did not wash his hands. I mean, He pulled gross. my comforter over us, started kissing me. I'm back. <laughs> I immediately yelled at him to get me out from under his poop blanket because I just knew there were poop particles floating around and being trapped under his blanket. I went to the bathroom and used about half a can of air freshener to attempt to cover up the rancid smell. I also forgot that before I left on my trip, I had less than one fifth of a roll of toilet paper in my whole apartment. One ply, so it wasn't very efficient. And I was mortified to find that he barely used any of it. Okay. She's... She is really an accountant. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Didn't use a lot of toilet paper. <laughs> She's measuring I see. the, th the right. thickness. It was five centimeters before, and now it's still there. Really? Yeah. Not a good wiper, are we? I just knew he had a poopy butt, but his, this naked man was already making himself nice and cozy in my bed. I thought he would definitely leave after exercising these demons out of his butt, but he clearly had no intention to leave despite his stomach issues. As we were going to sleep, I drew an imaginary line in the middle of the bed and clearly instructed him to stay on his side in hopes of keeping that poopy butt as far away from me as possible. I mean, in my mind, that would be, if I were him, that would be my cue Time that I'm no longer super welcome <laughs> no. in the bed. Here's an imaginary line. line. You don't cross this. So I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go home. Yeah. Right? I, I... I don't know. We fell asleep. My peaceful and my peaceful slumber was interrupted by this most putrid smelling fart I have ever come across in my years. Why is she talking like she's? Uh, this is an old in like fairy years, tale. Right. Yeah. In all my years of sleeping with the opposite sex, no poopy butt has ever farted in such a way. <clears throat> It was the middle of the night, and once again, he headed for the bathroom to go for round two of explosive, earth-shattering diarrhea. I laid there mortified and pretended to be asleep because, once again, I did not know what to do. I heard him rummaging through my apartment and prayed that he was leaving. But a few minutes later, I got to hear the round number three of him ruining my toilet. I still pretended to be asleep, and I was greatly relieved to hear my apartment door shut and Mr. Poopy Pants was finally gone. 
I was thrilled to finally be able to sleep uninterrupted and spread out past my imaginary line when, my, to my horror, I realized my bed was soaking wet. I leapt out of bed, carefully inspected what bodily fluid was on my bed, and came to the conclusion that it was piss that had my bed totally soaked through. Who potty trained this 30-something-year-old man? I ripped everything off my bed and went to the bathroom to see that barely any of my toilet paper was gone. So after three rounds of eruptive <laughs> defecation... Three measurements. Right. He, would, he had barely wiped his ass. I was so completely repulsed by this experience that I lost my normally very high sex drive for around three weeks. I had no desire to masturbate and found no man attractive, <laughs> which turned out to be somewhat of a relief because I felt free from the burden of my usual dating woes. He didn't apologize until two weeks later by leaving a drunk voicemail. And to this day, my friends constantly bring up the legend of Mr. Poopy Pants. Eventually, my sex drive did resurface, and I'm back to the curse of being attracted to men. Thanks for all you do, and I can't wait to hear the names for this one. Sincerely, I can't come up with any more ways to describe diarrhea. What do you think of this, Jordana? Okay. I think this went on too long. She should have been she should have been like, you should go home a little more explicitly. This is the least empathetic person that's you ever written in this podcast. But I also, I, I'm on his side. What do you mean? This is like when you see like a movie told from the, like the bad guy's perspective and you're like, the bad guy had a couple points here. You know, like oh, it's like karate I th- kid. I was, I was thinking that after the first part when, the, you know, I get it. You mm. gotta go. Mm-hmm. He has an issue. Okay. He didn't wash his hands. Whatever. Go home. Well, <laughs> Here's here. I actually have empathy. I think the third time makes me even more empathetic to him. He's not saying anything. I'm so sorry. This is so embarrassing. Can I? She's measuring his wipes. <laughs> like, it's all, but I mean, he has no shame. Well, here's the thing. You can't be jet lagged, 12 hour flight and then go fine come over and then he comes over ready to party and you're like oh he's a little tipsy this is like, ready to party well he's got <laughs> well he comes in with an attitude of like we're down to fuck i got a little got a few drinks in me like don't have him over in the first place she writes sure. she opens the email being like i'm a little jet lag but fine and then gets annoyed with him for even being tipsy. she said i'm annoyed at minute one that he's tipsy it's like you are not up for whatever's about to come she's down for a more chill evening not <laughs> filled with with extreme shitting these are two people in different- her bed well i agree see this is the thing i think it's sex is gross it's dirty it's not it's, as gross. It's as not this. as gross as it this. Don't but I'm scare saying, people. It's some not of this wouldn't for the be. Out there. I, <laughs> this is what happens every time. This happens every time. I'm diarrheaing everywhere. No, I. But I'm saying she wouldn't notice half of like she wouldn't notice how much he wiped or whether he washed his hands or not if they sure. were on the same kind of level. Fine. In this scenario, she and wasn't into it. She's not into it from to begin with. So like. You know, they can both say something at some point like, hey, this isn't our night. Like, I, I, I think she's I not taking enough of the responsibility. I do agree that she should have said that after he came back from the first thing. And she was like, all right, this is like, I wasn't really that into this in the beginning. Mm. I think instead of the, the imaginary line thing is weird because I feel like if I were him, I would have gotten the hint. But if sure. I were her and that didn't work, I would have been like, I think maybe you should just go home. It seems like your stomach's upsetting you. Right. I mean, when you... Don't have to wipe after expllosive diarrhea. That means you're legitimately sick. Like I've, but I mean, let me, let me, anything. If, that's, if she had said, but you and don't he, want to, he's embarrassed, but he gets just get back in the bed, rips an enormous fart. <laughs> no, and then he's, he's like, drunk. 
I mean, come on. You're saying she should treat this guy like he's an actual dog with no sense of like shame or like control or like hygiene. Can we agree it's a little bit in the middle? I find it's a little (laughs) bit in the middle, but I I, I, I agree she should have said she shouldn't have had him over and she should have said after the first time. I have to say, smell going into a bathroom. It's funny because there's like it's such a thing with girls like going on vacation with a guy for the first time yeah. or going somewhere for the first time, and they're like, "Well, where am I going to go take a shit?" Um, <laughs> it's like a bit, you know what yes. I mean? Because it is an anxiety, and you know what? I part of me is like, you know, you should be able to be yourself and do whatever you need. But part of me is like, there's nothing that's really like that, like as big of a turnoff. And I say this from the opposite sex too. Walking into the bathroom and it just has a smell, and you're just kind of like. This just is putting me in a whole different mode. I'm like, different I get vibe. it in a sense. I walk in after a dump and I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's because we're so turned off by it sure. that we um, would assume guys would be as well. <laughs> oh, you want to yeah. bottle it. That pasta primavera really oh, did God. a number on her. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I, I feel bad for him because he definitely was sick. Fine. That's the only thing. But if you're and being he's pissing sick, out of his asshole, and that's why there's no wipes, and she's hovering why over. Why is he going, trying to make out with her when he gets back in the, the toilet paper? Huh? <laughs> I don't think they're a match. Definitely but not. But <laughs> I also think, if again, I think he did this too many times. Too many times. Uh, but also, she could have the third time. Hey, do you want some emodium? You know, like, hey, I got. Are you like, okay? Are you okay? Do you need to go home? Instead of like fucking Mr. Boopy Pants, I'm stuck right, in his boopy drawer. The fact that she let him, <laughs> she let him there. <laughs> Again, I think he's more to blame than her, but I agree. Maybe she could have been a little. The bit more. only reason I don't think he's more to blame is because he was an invited guest. Was for, he, or was he inviting himself over? And she was like, "Fine." Well, I guess to me, I'm like that. They have an established you know, hookup, hookup thing, thing going sure. on. So like he's doing what they've done in the past. This is what casual means to him. <laughs> just him we in the always talk. say, uh, uh, are you okay in there? Yeah, I'm okay. He's sweating, uh, sweating profusely, tries to make out with you as soon as you get back. I'm back. <laughs> Kisses her on the forehead. How you doing? No. No. What'd you name this one? <laughs> um, I call she named to me. She named it right in her email. She called it the Legend of Mister Poopy Pants. I don't think he deserves a nickname. <laughs> Justice. You're, you know, you're, you're for defending this guy to the extent that I'm feeling like you've had a similar situation. I have. I've been in that situation where you're like, "Holy you're shit! Like, I gotta fucking shit I my am pants, Mister Poopy Pants." I, this was about me. <laughs> Sorry, Linda. Okay. I don't yeah. handle spicy food really well. You didn't have to write into my podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> I live in fear of the day that you guys sneak one in on me. An awkward sex and then was like, were, like oh, later and then was, yeah, then he was like huffing and puffing and he came in three seconds. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Who is this? Don't worry. We, uh, we vet all the emails to right. make sure that that's not. I had some, or Maddie had some names, stink in the sheets, shit or get out of the bed, improper pooper. I had some different names. Let's hear it. Jet lagged Lucy. Okay. So you're putting these on her. Yeah. Okay. 
He's get, now he gets some names for the brunch table. No empathy, Emily. <laughs> I'm sure that would go over really well with the bros. Right. <laughs> Dougie diarrhea. That's for him. Okay. I don't know. I just like the name Dougie diarrhea. No empathy, Emily. Okay. Stomach stew. Um, tossing and turning all night. Okay. I and but that would be sung. And I was tossing and turning, tossing and turning all night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you don't know that song? Is that a real song? Oh, yeah. Up All Night. You never heard that song? Maybe I have, and I just didn't get it from your singing of it. Tossing and turning. Tossing and turning. Hold on. By Bobby Lewis. Yeah. I love it. I heard that one. All right. Maybe it's before my time. It definitely is. <laughs> was tossing you know and turning. Maddie, do you know the song? Tossing okay. and turning. Maddie doesn't know the song. It's not I by don't, I don't know Kesha. Song. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I I used to wake up in the morning. Kesha is uh, also kind of old. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Fair. It's not, it's not by Madonna. Yeah. She doesn't know this song. I don't know that one, but I'm sure for those the listeners who do. I was farting and shit and farting shitting all night. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans the one you can fancy up fancy down and just look better every time you wear them well that's why you need to check out lee denim I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. 
That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do another email. Okay. Jared and Jordana, you keep me sane during the work week, making me laugh constantly. I've seen Jared live and highly recommend it to everyone out there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I agree. Great Preach. show. Preach. I'm writing in t- regards to your episode on June 13th. You discussed a listener email where a man was willing to hang out and have fun, do all the relationshipy things, but ended the relationship because he couldn't see a future. Jordana mentioned over and over how women don't do this, that men are always dating to have fun, then end a relationship due to a fear of marriage commitment. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I'm writing in because I'm actually one of those few women who act like a man in dating. I've had four year long relationships. Is it she's had four year long relationships or four year long relationships? I think it's four year long because she hyphenated year long. Okay, so four individual year long relationships yes. where I do all of the serious dating things, meet the parents, go on trips, say I love you, etc. And then I'm always the one to end it because I don't end up seeing myself with that person forever for one reason or another. The men I've dated always catch feelings faster than I do. I've genuinely cared for each guy and hate ending it, but I always get cold feet. I'm 27 now and starting to get frustrated with myself that I keep wasting not only my time, but other people's time as well. I know I'd like to be married and have a family at some point in the next phase of life. Is it me who is the problem? Am I being selfish being in these relationships only to have them end? Or have I just not found the right match? Would love your take and had to let you know that not only men get cold feet. Help. Now, I, again, we when we speak in generalizations, mm-hmm. like, I this doesn't, I understand that women could do, be this right. way too. Yeah. Is, you know, like I'm I, not speaking in absolutes. I'm saying generally. Many, many a time from no, what and, I experience. And yeah. to me, that's kind of why, like, the way it's all, honestly, I'd be, I to me, this email, I'm like, I wouldn't be so hard on yourself. Right. You These were year long relationships. And you're, you're now 27. So I can imagine you started doing this at 24, 23, 23 yeah. yeah, whatever it is. And, and I would also say, you were dating. Like, yeah. I, I'm in defense of this person. When you go a year with someone, you're taking them seriously. It's not like you're going with them, oh, I didn't even think of that. Like, yeah. she is thinking of those things. I agree. I don't think she did, the way what she's describing means she's done anything wrong. No, and th- and this is like a message to, like, men out there, too. Mm-hmm. If you, Just because you're in a year with someone doesn't mean you're in 50 years with them. Especially... When I think the age and the context matters so much, if you're 23 years old and you're dating another 23 year old for a year, I don't think anyone's like you wasted my prime totally. years of like I could have been out. You know what I mean? There is a difference in dating people at different ages and what you owe to them. I do think I do believe that. That's fair. Yeah, I agree with you. And if you're dating someone your age, mm-hmm. you right. know, like but she doesn't say how old the people she was dating are, but I think that that's a important thing as well. Totally. Like, you know, if someone and you know, I, I don't know how this sounds, mm-hmm. but I don't believe it to be something mean, but I'm saying like, you know, if you date someone who's, if, if I'm 37 and I date another 37 year old woman, it is forefront in my mind that they are probably looking to like, uh, not do Right. All the they're not there's no games to be played. And I'm not saying I'm going into things thinking about games to be played, but I am thinking of their time at the forefront of my brain. And that's a reason that I would back away from it quicker. 
If you weren't interested. If I wasn't interested. Or you knew you weren't going to be interested in something longer term. Right. Sure. Or I wouldn't be taking my my time. Right. You, you know? wouldn't be meeting the parents if you didn't see it going somewhere. Right. Sure. And also I wouldn't be, let's see. Do you know right. what I mean? Like I wouldn't, yeah. be, even to make it less, you know, sometimes this sounds like I'm like, I hope this doesn't sound like I'm saying like that they're old. I'm saying it's more that I am making assumptions for them, but I'm also like, I wouldn't feel comfortable going through at my pace. Right. Knowing if I wasn't like totally just like my world changed. And that might be scary for someone who's of that certain age to hear. But that also means that's also has to do with my age. I'm 37. And and also like I have no kids. I haven't been married. Those are things that I would like in my life. You know, if you're dating older and you're, you know, the guys in their 50s and you're in your 50s and you have kids and you're in another part of life. That's a totally different thing as far as pace is concerned. So, right. you know, for this person, the pace of the person on the other end and who, what you, and you have to take that into account. Like, yeah, she's saying in all these, you're saying in all these different scenarios, like what was the pace of the other person? Totally. Yeah. And that's their pace. I think is when, if you don't take their pace into account, you're being rude. And I've done that. I, right. I, you know, where I've been, you know, it's all about me. And then you go, oh, shit, they have a pace that I have to acknowledge. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I agree with that. But I think that, like, the, the fact she's saying she's now 27. Mm -hmm. So, I'm again, I'm assuming she's dating people around her age. Mm -hmm. And I think what she's done is actually the healthiest thing you can do is totally. to be in multiple, not extremely short, but not extremely long-term relationships to find out what you like and what you don't like. I think that's sort of, like, the ideal way to date. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And she's realizing her own pace. Yeah. She's going, I've been in four year long ones. Maybe you won't go a year long the next time. Maybe you're going to go six months because you realize it quicker. Right. Maybe you're going to go, well, this feels different than the rest. So I'm staying past a year. Yeah. Because like, now, you know, again, you've had the experience of saying that felt good. That didn't feel good. I, and it is interesting because I, I think this could be taken and I, I, I hope it is as a defense of the guys that do this. You know, like, I mean, it's a defense of me. You well, know, like I, 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 you know, it can happen both ways. Not and, quite. No, I'm okay. just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I think it, I think it can. Um, I mean, and yeah, I guess if you think about it and usually I feel like it's not like one year or maybe mm. it is. I don't know. I've been, you know, 10 right. month yeah. I've done the, I've done the 10 month thing where I go, yeah. I've enjoyed and But in 10 months you do meet the parents. You do, right. you do go on as the date to the wedding. You do right. go to the vacation on a weekend and you go. Oh, okay. and yeah. and I think when I look back at my life, where I go, maybe what I would have changed is, um, maybe looking back, I'd be like, maybe I wouldn't have done the let's see how this goes. At what point? I don't know because you have to start with let's see how this goes, otherwise no one would date anyone. Right. Right. I, I don't know. You I need a I, little I, bit of that in the beginning, but it's more like. I'm stuck on that now personally. I think it's more like the more you've dated, the more you know how this goes. Totally. Quicker, right? Yeah. So like your first boyfriend, maybe you dated for three years and they weren't the right person for you, but you knew, you know, but th there was no sense of, of time, timing going on. And so, but now you, then now you have that. I would imagine every, every subsequent relationship should get s shorter because you would know sooner if you're the one who's doing the breaking up. Fair. I, yeah. And, and you, and I was just, as you were saying that, I'm thinking like how many times I'm like, I would never go on that trip again. <laughs> you know like oh they ain't doing that one yeah. again they ain't gonna you make that to mistake go and, to know that well this yeah. also comes back to 
beware of vacations, holidays, and global disasters that require a quarantine. Yeah. You know, like this is back to that point of, or why did it end now? Well, I can give you 17 because they were in the relationship before when they went on the mm-hmm. vacation and then they realized they were in it more than they wanted to be and they had to take stock right. of the situation. So, Which if, is a good thing for you. Which is a good thing. So when someone says, well, I don't get it, I'm blindsided. Don't be so blindsided. Right. Like this person, you know, they're probably going to end things before meeting the parents of someone they're not sure about. Like I would do that. Yeah. And for this time around or right. next time you're around you again, you have the experience of those other four relationships to say, okay, I know that I don't like that. I don't need to like try it out and see, like I already dated someone like that. I know that's, I'm not into that. Well, and sometimes you get lucky because you go, well, I went on the trip. It was great. I went and met parents. It was great. And then things rolled along. And that's the hard part also is like, cause I'm like, you know, personally, and we get into this on mm-hmm. kind of you up with benefits a lot where I go, I'm saying no to certain things that would get me to know the person more out of a little bit of fear of going, well, I don't want to do that again. Well, what you, know? you don't want to do is have someone paint you as the bad guy or in the, like the, the fear that this woman has who's writing in. Like, I yeah. don't want to be that person who feels like they're taking advantage of someone else who's more invested than I am. And I yeah. think that I understand that fear and I think it's a legitimate fear if you're not doing it intentionally, but it sounds like you are and it sounds like this writer, mm-hmm. who's this listener who's writing in, also is she's yeah. just but just the idea that I think that you're thinking about it or you're noticing your own patterns and trying to make different decisions based on those patterns is like already a few steps ahead of someone who's just keeps on doing what they're doing and doesn't really give a shit. Totally agree. And also, let me just give her, you know, the male. I've never had a guy go and she wasted my time. You don't hear that. Well, a lot. that's the benefit yeah, of the, being the, her. Yeah. is that I think that is true for you know. <laughs> Free what I mean? yourself right. of the guilt. Right. You know? like, There's you're not running against a man running against his own ability to conceive. Yeah, you don't hear that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't believe my childbearing you years. took away yeah. my twenties. <laughs> like yeah. it's just you know that you're you're less destructive. Right. That's the perk. That's of the being perk. in that sense. Yeah. The perk of being a lady. <laughs> In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's play some yeah. games. You ready? Okay, ready. UUP at Betches.com. Today's Red Flag or Deal Breaker game is brought to you by Faux Pas. Ooh! I want to bring a faux pas with me. To France? To France. <laughs> 
faux pas en France. Matt, Maddie's really been teaching you well about all that. Yeah. She just, basically, it's like, say less of the word. Yeah, you gotta say less of the word. <laughs> Antib. <You> Anta. <laughs> You're just ends with ns. ns. <laughs> That's how they got the, the we, I mean, we did have a the, the post Austin show. There was a little bit of an argument of how to say con. Oh yeah, I think you con. said can 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 con. How do you say it? Con cans cans. cans. <laughs> Which what? Who's where's the bus to cans? That's gonna be me. I once said the Louvre wrong, and I got made fun of a lot. So oh. now I'm I'm never gonna do the the. Uh, the You're the done. Any word, any French word. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Just a lot of pointing. Then. Yeah, that's what I do on menus when I can't pronounce like the name mm. of the wine. I'm like, I'll have that one, third that. from the bottom. <laughs> like you a know, toddler. You know, and then they're like, you know the one, yeah. that one, and then they say it, and you're like, yeah, exactly that one. how I said, said <laughs> exactly. it to them earlier. Just like I said. <laughs> yeah. Do you do that too with the yeah, wine? Of course. Okay, good. Point of the menu. Yeah, yeah. I'll have this one. I'm like, I'm not going to embarrass myself by trying. I'll have, well, it always sucks when you bring someone on a date and you're like, oh, you want to do a bottle of wine or something? Right. And they're like, yeah. And you're like, I guess I got to say this one <laughs> right. now. As you can see yeah. here. <laughs> Did you bring your glasses, sir? Yeah. <laughs> so just in time for summer, there's a new canned cocktail. It's made for Betches by Betches and it's ready to drink. So you can bring it wherever the group text takes you next. They come in four delicious flavors with a Betches twist and beautiful, vibrant packaging. I wish I could bring a faux pas to France. If you check a bag, you can just toss it right in there. Throw it in there. Yeah. It would look great in yeah. the south of France. Exactly. Especially if it doesn't accidentally open and cover all your clothes. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> It'd be sticking. It would great all over. <laughs> vibrant packaging. It's going to look good, but it tastes even better. And of course, they're best served cold like a K-Tex. I, it is the drink of the summer. You Guys, should be proud. You're making people's thank you. summer with this drink. They're so good. At our live shows, they always sell out immediately. People yep. love them. If you guys haven't tried it yet, get out there. Check on Drizzly anywhere you get your alcohol. Love it. So J&J, Red Flag or Deal Breaker, you ask him to hang out on either Wednesday or Friday of the coming week. He says he can't on Wednesday because he's going to a concert, but he can on Friday. He gives you the name of the band and you look it up to see what kind of music they play. Yeah, sure. Okay. And you notice that the band actually played on the Wednesday of the previous week. Is it a Red Flag or Deal Breaker that he lied about the date of the concert and that is already passed? Do you guys not realize that the band's schedule is online? LOL. For context, this is a second date. Sincerely, Little White Lies. What do you think? Not a deal breaker. You have to lie in the beginning of dating. You have yes. another date. Yes. That is what I would do. This I person's out completely there. lie. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? I actually have another date that night with someone else. Like... It's respectful to lie in the beginning of dating. Absolutely. I think. This this was a respectful lie yes. that he did stupidly. Yes. I mean, I he didn't don't th fully think it through, I guess. But also, it's not like he's like, I can't go out tonight. I have a concert. And then you find out the concert doesn't she exist. She said Wednesday or Friday. And he right. goes, I'll do Friday. Yeah. And then you're like, well, what's on Wednesday? And he's like, oh, I got a con or I don't know. Or he said, I'm uh, Friday because I got a concert. Yeah. And what concert? He didn't think the second <laughs> right, question yeah. was coming. Yeah, this is. And then you go look it up and Let it's like, have it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but also maybe he should know that this is who you are. <laughs> right. I would want to know. You. Yeah. Right. I like that. She turns it into him being crazy. She's like, Oh God, oh. do guys not know the concert schedules online? LOL. <laughs> guys, I know that I'm going to stalk every single single thing you've said and then zoom in on the pictures in the right. background of every place you said you, <laughs> you might be at. This is one of those scenarios that I hope he's right. 
Like right. where she catches him and she's like, it was last week. And then he's like, well, they rescheduled oh, yeah, due to COVID. She looks like the lunatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's right. like all their mothers died. It's, so they rescheduled, it's, it's, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah. They did a tribute. Like, Ask me, I dare you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the second date. No one owes you anything. At all. Doesn't owe you a thing. I think it's much more respectful to lie than not lie. Agreed. I've had people, you know, hey, what do you, are you, I I got a text recently. Are you around the neighborhood? And I was like, are, are you going out to, what are you doing tonight? And right. I was like, I had another date and I go, I have a dinner I have to do. Tonight's not going to work. Right. That's it. How much honesty, well, right. How much honesty do you want? What are you eating? Uh, food. <laughs> Where? Where's your dinner? Well, <laughs> well actually, yeah. they're. Uh... It's uh, wherever she planned it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's do, we got a voicemail. All right, let's play it. And again, if you want a voicemail heard, if you want your voice to be heard on the U Up podcast, wow, like a real celebrity, yes. you can call in, okay? 212-589. You can be famous. That's right, your voice. <laughs> 212-589-8903. Let's hear the red flag deal breaker voicemail. Hi, J&J. I love the pod. I actually found you up after loving and relating to Jared so much as a guest on DST. Oh, cross um, promotion. <laughs> that being said, last time he was on DST, he said something that I actually disagree with, and it reminded me of a pretty red flag or deal breaker that I experienced. So he said he would never count someone out for their food preferences. And he was speaking in the context of allergies, which I agree with. However, there was this one time, third date, I made the plans, I chose the restaurant, I'm paying, I'm in. And it's this really nice steakhouse. She's paying. Um, Look at that. And he orders Japanese A5 Wagyu filet mignon, well done, and butterflies. <laughs> and I'm sure I have food preferences that are cringe. So in the moment, I'm like, okay, stop being a snob. Who cares? But I still make a joke like, well done, eh? And he doubles down. He's like, oh, yeah, I always order well done. How could you order it bloody? I even get my salmon extra well done. And I'm sorry, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, he's a jerk, but I'm Italian. I love cooking. I take my food Uh, really seriously. And in that moment of like... Secondhand embarrassment, yeah. I realized we're not a match. How am I going to cook and share meals with this person for the rest of my life? I'm out. I knew this person was either going to reference that they're Italian or from the Midwest. Does the they Midwest would, make you a food person? No, but they'd be like, we eat our steak rare. You know, Still like it was going to be a steak thing. <laughs> yeah. We just eat it right off the cow. <laughs> um. Right. <laughs> We French kiss the cow first, and then we fuck it. Uh, then we eat it. Like a real man. Um, <laughs> also, the but I knew when she said Italian, I'm like, ah, oh, here we here go. Nona's sauce. I get it. Well, I can tell this listener that my husband, Michael, is Italian and mm. eats well done steak. Whoa. It's very embarrassing. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. What if they, so you, how do you get your steak? I get my steak medium rare like a normal person. Okay. He gets it well done. We had a phase where we would try to share a medium. Sometimes we go out, we want to share. You got to get big steak, share it. Yeah. Get a medium. Medium, not well done enough for him. He always thinks they make it because they want to make it rare. And so they make it 
more rare. And then he made this statement, we're never sharing a steak again. Wow. That was a statement he made. We're never sharing. I'm like, okay, for the rest of our our marriage, you know, hopefully it's a long one. Sure. I guess we're never. Sh- it's over. All right. I was like, we that's, tried. That's all. Didn't work. <laughs> it's done. He was like mad. He's like, we're never sharing a steak again. I get that. I'm like, fine, we'll get two steaks. But I'm yeah. like, but you're the weird one here. It's not me. Like, uh, but it's an interesting. I, I I can't believe I'm getting called out from a di- from a diet. You thought you were safe in the different sick. in different universe, <laughs> right? I didn't, I didn't think my words would be held against me here. I her story is interesting because there's a part that's a deal. I I wouldn't someone's food preferences. It's okay. We'll figure it out. I think that the way you and Mike figured it out is the way you figure it out. You tried. Not didn't sharing work. anymore. He'll get a petite filet. You'll get a petite filet. You <laughs> yes. know, like that'll be, that's how we go on from here. Yes. It's the guy saying, I don't like when someone's like, I get it this way. So that means it's the right way. Is he saying that though? Or is he like, I always get it this way. That was like the thing. That that, way. That's why I'm kind of in her message. There was a part where he was like, she did say that he was like getting a rare is disgusting. You're not right. allowed to say that. Yeah, no, that's fair. When, especially when that's the more common way to get right. it. Right. Yeah. So like when you go, I get everything rare. I don't mind that someone gets everything rare. I mind if they're like. Judgmental about it. And and you do what? <laughs> and it's like, I remember I, I posted a picture of like hummus on a plate and someone was like, okay. oh, what is that? I'm like, it's hummus. They're like, ooh, who eats that? I'm like, uh, the world eats that. Right. <laughs> Just don't say anything. Well, it's funny. When we were in Austin, I felt like everywhere when we were in Austin only had cold brew. No regular iced coffee. Sure. All cold brew. So I called downstairs and I'm like, can you? Can I get a uh, an iced coffee? They're like, well, we have cold brew. I'm like, well, you, do you have like regular iced coffee? And they're like, so he goes, so you want weak coffee? I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's insanity right like i'm um, now i'm like i get yeah i guess i do yeah you make it about my personality <laughs> right, now yeah, right. yeah it's fucked up you like a weak cup of coffee i guess i do that's uh, how i yeah. like it right yeah yeah i love bodega coffee bodega iced coffee crushes it to me that's like a water yeah. it's beautiful i like an iced coffee cold yeah. brew is sometimes a little much for me it's i mean i'm drinking the starbucks cold brew that was in the fridge here betches is it Starbucks or is it Sean's Special Cold Brew? Sean's Special Cold Brew is very good. Yeah. This is not it. Okay. This is, <laughs> this ain't it. <laughs> also good. No, no, it's, it, I don't know. There's something. You like cold, you're a cold brew guy. I don't even know. You don't know. like weak coffee? <laughs> it's such an aggressive <laughs> yeah. way to respond to that. Well, yeah. I guess that that's similar to the, like, you like it all bloody. Yeah. And disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, I hate that. I I also, it'd be deal breaker on that if they made their preference into, uh, I I hate anyone that does, I like chocolate, so fuck vanilla. Well, that's kind of what she did. Agreed. Right. <laughs> the deal breaker's for her. And if you bring up I'm Italian, so I'm somehow an expert. Right. I hate that too. Which we clearly just refuted with right. the Mike, Mike story. So. <laughs> It's just a galamad. <laughs> even the Ita- even the gelato place referenced a few weeks ago is clear is apparently not owned by Italians. The gelato place started many a DM. Oh my Anita god! Anita Gelato, they better give us some free fucking gelato. Seriously, because well, we got so many messages. Yeah, I mean, so many messages. I mean, I th- I must be. I didn't even realize it was that big of a thing until. The thing, but not only do people know it, but they know who the ownership is, right. which I thought was very weird. It's, I don't know the I don't know who owns any restaurant in New York City. No, and everyone seemed to know it's an Israeli 
owned gelato place. Yes. That could be a Jewish thing. My grandfather used to do that all the time. Anything. Well, it reminds me of my big fat Greek wedding where he's like, when that was the Greeks. Yeah. The Greeks actually invented Windex or something, whatever it was. (laughs) Everything's a Greek. Yeah. Yeah, Every grandfather tells you who is what. Right. uh, Did we talk about this? I think we talked about off air. The Adam Sandler song was the the original. You said that. We we said this um, off air, basically like Jews love saying, pointing out where other Jews are. Totally. And that was, you know, Adam Sandler really cornered the market (laughs) on that with the with the Hanukkah song. Right, absolutely. Yes. The song isn't even about Hanukkah. It's no. just about naming Jewish people. And Jews love doing that. So yes. that's why I need a gelato. I'm sure they're all like, oh, Israel. You know, everyone had to like correct. Well, I have to say, if they were trying to make it known that they were Israeli, I wouldn't have named my, my gelato place <laughs> Anita Del Mama Gelato. <laughs> just to me, it's trying to just, sound a little Italian yeah, to me. Just a note. <laughs> I'm just saying. Although very good gelato, so... Let's do one more. You ready? I'm ready. Faux pas or nah? Dear J&J, Red Flag or Deal Breaker, they still have gifts from ex-girlfriends displayed in their home. Backstory. My current boyfriend's ex bought him a piece to hang in his room. I knew that he did not buy this because it didn't look like anything he would ever pick out. Oh, it wasn't a bar stool flag? (laughs) Batteries are for the boys. Right. (laughs) It kind of stands out. I asked him where he got it, and he told me it was a gift. It has nothing to do with the ex, and no one would ever think anything about it if they didn't know. But it isn't okay for someone to still use or display a gift from an ex when they're in a new relationship. Love you two so much from a slightly jealous bitch. Um, I think it's fine. I think it's totally fine. I don't. I think it's almost better for showing he's not like triggered by this ex relationship. He can still like see something that she got him every day and not be like. Like, I hate that bitch. Totally, like, you know yeah, what I mean? This yeah, is a yeah. way better way of looking at an ex to me than the other way around. Well, men, women, you're dating the the product of the woman they dated before. Yeah. The guy she got is, him here. She got him here. She, yes. she spruced him up. So you are getting a better version of a guy if you're getting someone that was in a relationship right. that ended. And then you, you can take it from there. You take it from, <laughs> yes. exactly. I think a lot of men get versions of women that were like, you know, kind of like we're, we're you know, dicked over by a dude. Yes, they, we we have to try to figure out how to, you know, work them through the ghosting that might have happened in yeah. the past. So I'm saying to, you know, to her, it's like, yeah, he's got a nice painting on the wall and it's not, you know, the two dudes carrying his drunk friend poster that you saw in every dorm room, you know? Yeah, I think it's fine. I think you could change it if you don't like it. But if you if it's just about the person, then like... I think that's a little much. If a woman walked into my apartment and was like, take that down. And I was like, what right. is it? They're like, from the ex? I'd be like, relax. It's a little much. Yeah. Does the apartment look good? Does it look like it makes sense on the wall? That's the thing. It's that's not what like, I'm saying. If yeah. you don't like yeah, 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 yeah. it because you just don't like it, you don't think it looks good. That's one thing. I wouldn't make it about who gave it to them. It would annoy me if she was like, I have to make love while looking at it. And it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Get over it. Yeah. Well, it's funny what you said about like you find like the guy who got him here. And then, you know, thinking about my relationship, I'm like, who let you get away with this? <laughs> or like, who brought you who up? Allowed this behavior. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you get that too. Right. Then you then you need to, you know, do your own training. So that's how she did it. Yes. You know, <laughs> get very judgy in the last one. Yeah. 
Well, that's it for today's Red Flag or Deal Breaker presented by Faux Pas Canned Cocktails. They are 8% alcohol made with real vodka or real tequila, gluten-free, and contain no artificial flavors or artificial friends because we aren't into overcomplicating things. I mean, we've talked about Faux Pas, the drink of the summer. It's, it's great. Everyone has their own favorite flavor. There are no bad flavors. They are so smooth. That's yes. the thing. I am half a can in. They really give you that the kick that you need for your weekend. Right. But like, I I mean, I, I, I'll, all of a sudden I'll be like, I'll be shaking it going, <laughs> I, 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 how did I drink that much? Because it's so it's smooth. Very good. It's delicious. Yeah, exactly. it's, it goes down easy. Real natural flavors. It just, you know. It's a it's an elevated premium drink, and it looks good in pictures. It looks fantastic. So we solved dating again, Jordan. We did it. I'm so proud of us. We'll be back on Sunday with Patty Stanger is going to be a guest on the podcast. So we'll see you then. Bye. Boom. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.